Hello, and welcome to the Generation 9-11 podcast. On September 9th, 2021, nearly 20 years to the day of September 11th, 2001, 700 attendees joined the New York chapter of the United Federation of Teachers and the law firm of Barish and McGarry, leading advocates for the 9-11 community, for an event to bring awareness to the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund and World Trade Center Health Program. The first speaker at the event was Ellie Angler. She is the director of staff at the United Federation of Teachers and worked as an industrial hygienist for the schools in the aftermath of the attacks in 2001. Here is her 9-11 story. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to our union hall, our union home. We're so happy to be hosting um, this event. Um, I've been working for the United Federation of Teachers um, for many years. I started as an industrial hygienist, and which means that I went in and inspect, inspected buildings to see if they were safe. Asbestos, lead, PCPs, things like that. During 9-11, on the day of 9-11, I was heading into the office, which wasn't here at the time. It was in 260 Park Avenue South. And what happened happened, and I was told not to come in until about six or seven days later when they needed us to not only relocate the 20 or so schools that were downtown and considered part of the zone, um, we had to find space for them, but we also had to inspect the buildings to see where we could get them back. So I, along with two other people who were on my team uh, from the UFT, began inspecting along with the Board of Education and City uh, city people going through each one of the buildings, making sure that they were cleaned properly and um, ready for occupancy. First one to open was in October. Big mistake. October, Stuyvesant High School. Not a good idea, but they opened it. It was clean. It was clean in the building. But once you opened the doors, the smells, the air, whatever it was, came in. And I guess what I'd like to say is I'm pissed off because um, as an industrial hygienist, and I don't know how many people here wear respiratory protection in their line of work, but we kind of knew that this wasn't safe, yet every one of us didn't put on a mask. We didn't put on a N95, um, a, P a PAPR, we just went in and we did our work and we went through the buildings, we went to the air handling rooms, things like that. And I'm pissed because we were all told it was safe. And time went on, life went on, the UFT bought this building, we were the first tenants in Lower Manhattan to sign a lease, we were the New York Times, we were congratulated for that. Um, and lo and behold, I developed breast cancer. And I had my chemo, I'm fine, go back to work. And it was about four years ago, I'm not sure, four years ago that I was meeting with a group of people and I said, oh, I did a lot of work around 9-11, in fact, it was you. I said, um, I did a lot of work around 9-11. And before that, I had talked about the fact that I had breast cancer. And I was asked to apply for the 
victim compensation fund. I said, why? Why would I do that? You just talked about connecting the dots. I'm trained as an engineer. I'm an industrial hygienist. I inspect buildings all the time. But it never occurred to me that the cancer that I developed was most likely caused by the work that I did. So you could be the smartest person in the world, which I'm not saying that that's what I am, but what happened to me when I found out, and I did apply, um, I was pissed. I was pissed at all the people that told us that it was safe, and it wasn't safe. So once I realized that I was eligible and I applied, I started working with a group of people. I'm an advocate for 9-11 survivors. I know a lot of people who we've lost. Um, very sad to me. I'm still alive. I'm happy about that. But um, a lot of people are eligible and have not taken advantage of it. And I can tell you some attempts we've made in different neighborhoods. Chinatown. You have a whole community of people living in Chinatown who have not applied because of, because of um, different reasons. But we were there a couple of times meeting, we had translators. And if I could impress any of you that are from downtown, think about it, take your test. Make sure you put your name into the system so that you could get any benefits in the future if you should get sick. Um, so here we are in COVID, and to me, there's a real tie to, to what happened during 9-11. Over the past year and a half, I have been solely with the president of this union involved in making sure schools are safe and making sure that we could return to school. And in fact, the teachers did go back into school today. It's a very hectic day for us, but we put everything in place that we needed to have in place. We're negotiating additional terms. Our, our, our members are mandated to get the vaccine, but there's a lot of anti-vaxxers, and that's for another subject. So since I'm in charge of who's getting accommodations for COVID, people are writing to me. And a guy wrote to me and said, I'm, I'm now a teacher, but I have a very serious condition. I have stage four kidney cancer that's metastasized to my lungs. And I started talking to him, and he needs to stay home because his immune system is so off. And we started talking, and I said, oh, what school did you teach at during 9-11? And he said, oh, I wasn't a teacher, I was a reporter. So he was a reporter down here. He is very, very ill. He wants to teach. He's begging to teach from home. And now I'm negotiating this for him, that this 9-11 survivor who took the vaccine, he took the COVID vaccine, two shots plus a booster, and his immune system didn't take it. So he has no immunity against it. And I, I, this work with COVID has brought me so closely back to 9-11. To so all I could say to you is connect the dots, take care of yourselves, and if you were down here during 
you need to pay attention and apply. Thank you. And remember, if you lived, worked, or went to school in Lower Manhattan, south of Canal Street, any time between September 11th, 2001 and May 30th, 2002, you are eligible for the World Trade Center Health Program and possibly the Victim Compensation Fund. You can sign up for yourself or you can contact Barish and McGarry and they can help you through the process. Be sure to follow the podcast at Gen911Pod on Twitter to stay updated on any future episodes. You can listen to us wherever you find podcasts, and we'll see you next time.